And welcome back to another Who Gives a Hoot. Pat, Luke, and myself, we're ready to go. Luke, what have you been up to lately? I mean, tell me, have you seen anything cool from quarantine? Uh, I haven't really seen anything cool from quarantine, but I did get a tree cut down. Oh, geez. Yeah, just decided randomly to have a tree in my front yard cut down. It's kind of nice. Did you cut it yourself or did you have a professional crew come do it? Oh, no, I, I don't trust myself around chainsaws on ladders. So I, that's, I, I, that's, I, that's fair. I mean, that's 100% fair. Uh, Pat, Patrick Tyler, have you seen anything cool while you're in quarantine? Um, you know, not really. I uh, just have the barrage of birds that keep flying into my window. Okay. But other than that. Okay. Now, I want to ask you guys something. Uh, this is a little personal, but so I'm going to start it off. Is there anything embarrassing that you've watched or played, like video games? I'm going to go start first. I've watched this show called 90 Day Fiance on TLC for the last two weeks. Have you, you guys have anything like that? So I have been watching Minute to Win It <laughs> a lot lately okay. on Pluto on Pluto TV. Okay, and let me tell you, Apollo Ano is back. Okay, okay, Apollo Ano is back. I thought it was Ono, but uh, is it Ono? I, think, I don't. Know. I thought it was Ono, but okay. Apollo and on Ono. Yeah, speed skater extraordinaire. Yep. Yes. Beautiful hair. Uh, I, I think the only embarrassing thing I've watched was Elvier play FIFA. Mm, dang. Mm, Speak, that's, that which brings us to our next point, Luke. That is a professional tag in. Patrick Tyler, we've been teasing it. We've been talking about it. We can finally announce that Patrick, I'll let you take it from here. You will be finally playing FIFA against Union Omaha players and front office. What's going on? Uh, let's get ready to Yes, so we, I am very excited to announce that this Sunday at 8 o'clock on Union Omaha's Twitch, I will be playing against Jack Yates from Union Omaha. There will be about four, possibly five games to be played, um, and there are a couple others that are willing to accept the challenge as well. Do you want to tease, um, do you want to tease some of those names? Yeah, uh, some of those names are Dami, um, who we just saw play an okay performance last night. Um, there's Elvir <laughs> and JP. Okay. Now, Luke, you've heard some rumors about JP. Do you want to address those rumors for JP? You want to speak on his behalf real quick? Well, you know, JP is uh, definitely talking a little smack What last I saw him, uh, you know, out there at that fantastic curbside pickup that uh, Union Omaha put on, sold out, uh, gave away some uh, season ticket holder scarves. No, but uh, I think uh, I think these guys are ready to go. Dami's been all warmed up, ready to ready to bring some fight to you, Pat. Well, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, I might have to come over to your place and warm you up a little bit before these games. I'm, I'm getting genuinely worried because you're not very great. I mean, you're just not great at FIFA, if I'm going to be honest oh, with you. I mean, okay. Pat, I've... I, I expect Pat, a smack from Pat, JP, but Pat, from my own I know, uh, Pat, I've... Oh, my I know, gosh. Pat, I've beaten you so bad that you, I've had... I mean, I, I just... 
just worried. I'm your biggest fan. I'm just worried. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe there's really much to worry about. You know, if this was like a professional esports player, I would might be sweating a little bit. But I need okay. from. I'm just worried. Need, That's all. I've the got best to say. perform. The best performance they've done in the EUSL is post seven one on Belgium, and the player from Belgium has lost to us previously six to one. Now, so I mean, not really much to go now. Off of. I know you've bet five scarves. I mean, if somebody were to want one of those scarves, Pat, where would they have to go in order to find a who gives a hoot scarf? They would just have to go to our Twitter. Our pinned post is uh, a link to a form where you just have to fill it out and we can get you a scarf for 17 US Bada bing, bada boom. And if they win, they get a scarf. And if you win, you can receive a scarf, a, a, a season ticket holder scarf am i correct is that the bet that is correct okay that that is the best. okay well i'll be excited sunday and then we've got a couple other games i think luke and i might be commentating a couple of those games but we're, that's just really exciting trying to give you guys some content while we're still stuck in quarantine but speaking about quarantine because i think it's almost over german soccer is back luke you're a big Bayern guy big big win the other day well, I wouldn't call it that big. We beat a little team that looks like a oh, bumblebee. Jeez, jeez. Uh, just saying, uh, sitting top of the table by seven points, and it looks like a uh, Erling Holland uh, just kind of ran into a ref and hurt himself. Yeah, it's... I mean, it did bring on Gio Reyna, who is a future hope of the U.S. Men's National Team. But really, Bayern's doing what Bayern does: hmm. win. Except for the one time where they played Chelsea in the Champions League final, but that's no big. That's the other one. Speaking about speaking about Chelsea, which always happens, uh, English Premier League is going to be back. Are we excited? What's he lose to Liverpool? I mean, Liverpool is going to unfortunately probably win, and Chelsea is going to clinch the Champions League. Uh, they're going to finish top five because Man City can't be in it next year. So you know, that's what I'm hoping for. These are the hopes. Well, I, I think uh, Manchester United's going to uh, take Chelsea out of the contention uh, for Champions League. Just, I mean, just some predictions here. That's, that, Someone who doesn't care much for English soccer. I mean, well, then you obviously don't have much of a say if you don't know anything about English soccer. So your point has been – your, your point is officially null and void because you don't watch English soccer. <laughs> Sit down. You're done. You're donezo. Goodbye. Well, hey, if you want to talk important. soccer, if you want to talk soccer, let's talk Champions League final. Chelsea versus Bayern. Chelsea beat them. You're still upset. Sit down. Many, have fun. How many have Champions fun. League Chelsea have? One. And that's the only one that matters. That's the only one that matters. Sit down. Sit down. We're 1-0 like against like Bayern. We're 1-0 yeah, against yeah. Bayern. See you later. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like your, uh, your car registration. You have to re-up it every now and then. Oh, yeah. do you? Oh, do you? When was last? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're 1-0 <laughs> against Bayern. That's all I got to say. And you're upset, and I can tell. Right. See you later. Right. Sit down. Right now, right now, oh, <laughs> against Byron's one and one against Chelsea. Oh, all right. But uh, the important news <laughs> is NWSL coming back. And we're coming back in the United States. I mean, NWSL is coming back June. Luke, what are you thinking? What are you thinking for us? What do you think about Union Omaha? Do you have any thoughts? Has it expanded? Has it come shorter? Because you and I both agree that we think that it's going to be July 4th. But are, any thoughts? I, I definitely think we're going to be looking at July uh, based on how the states are opening up, that we're looking at significantly smaller crowds in USL 1. 
Um, you know, Nebraska June 1st is opening up to crowds of up to 3000 people. Um, yep. No, this isn't to say that I think the coronavirus pandemic is over by any means, but I do think it is likely to result in USL one playing and playing sooner rather than later. Yeah. And, um, and, and Matt came on the, on our last podcast and he talked about it. It's not just trying to appease Nebraska. It's trying to appease the state of you know, like New York and stuff like that. But even still like yeah. New York, who is probably has the worst case in our, in our country, even Cuomo came out and said that he wants to start opening up it, opening up the state to professional sports. So I, I, I feel I feel very positive. I, I, I like we've always talked about. I agree with you. I think it's going to be around July fourth that we're really going to start seeing a lot more practices, maybe a scrimmage game. We're gonna, you know, I think as the I think the current guidelines for full team uh, is June eleventh. Uh, not a hundred percent on that, but you know that. That gives us a good couple week lead up to uh, to what we think will be first game. Uh, to full disclaimer, we have no right, no information. This is all rumors. This is all just. Fun. It seems like everything's kind of rolling towards towards that July July go, um, and you know, getting us getting us to a point where every state has the ability to, and especially all of those states with independent teams. That that's going to be huge. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm feeling very, very confident about I, I think it's no I think it, there was a one point where you and I kind of talked about how we're just hoping for a season. Now we're hoping that the season gets moved up. You know, I just I'm feeling a lot more positive than I was, let's say, in late March, early April. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, that 80 degrees in the sun will get some positivity. That, in that is definitely helping. That's helping out a lot. Now, uh, last thing before we get to the Sam Howard interview. Gotta talk about a potential expansion. We've seen reports up in Portland, Maine, which I know that that's very close to home for you. Fort Wayne's been talking about it. I mean, what what are your thoughts so far, Luke? Well, it seems like Portland is going to probably launch twenty twenty two. You know that that is home for me, so that's you know a huge one here. Uh, Fort Wayne, uh, Demarcus Beasley sat down with um, friend of the pod Ryan Madden. And you know, gave some some very good uh, insight on what he's doing there in Fort Wayne to bring a USL one team. Uh, seems like that's going to be a fantastic, wonderful experience there. A uh, lot of community support, and you know, having a U.S. men's national team player, uh, you know, a U.S. icon like Demarcus Beasley bringing a team into the USL one. That's just that's just huge. Yeah, and I think. I think when you have that type of sport like you're talking about from a guy who had ca- had so many international caps, that does help it when it when you're trying to expand it to the fans to kind of sell the city on, hey, this is, has more backing than just some owner that you don't know the name of. You know what I'm saying? Like I just well I just feel more positive. He's a hometown boy. Right. Like that's where he that's where he played his youth soccer. You know, he's done some fantastic things for, for the country and for soccer or as a whole. You know, bringing that back to Fort Wayne where he can provide that same level of experience for for the people he grew up with, people he, who he's he went to school with, uh, their kids. You know, that next level, uh, that's going to be be absolutely fantastic, absolutely wonderful there. 100%. Now, 
We're going to go into the Sam Howard interview. And when I tell you that this is pro, I always say this, but this is truly, 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 truly my favorite interview that we've ever had. And it's the, the we always have a conversation with the players and the, and whoever we interview kind of have a conversation after the interview with them and kind of just BS and talk shop and all that kind of stuff. This after interview with Sam that we kept in was easily the most I've ever laughed on this podcast. Luke, I mean, am I wrong? Well, you were definitely laughing your ass off. Uh, And it, you know, we got into, I mean, obviously your weird fascination with Chelsea. Yeah. But also his experience with with one of my favorite players of all time. And yeah. I mean, just listen. Uh, You'll love it. Honestly, it is t- it's going to be, when we look back on this year, this is going to be a top five interview, in my opinion. So super glad that you guys listen. Uh, let us know if, we, if you have any more questions. We're going to try to do mailbag for the next one. I know how I always say that, and we always forget. We're kind of running on, like, last seconds here. But you know what? Next time we're going to have mailbag, and we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Hey guys, before we get to the interview, I want to talk to you guys about Global Scarves. Global Scarves is the premier supplier of custom soccer scarves, beanies, blankets, and other great fan merchandise. They have the lowest pricing to maximize your fundraising needs and to produce at the highest quality in Europe, where soccer was born. They know the product, and they know what it means to put that scarf on for match day. They work tirelessly to make sure that you are outfitted to support your club. Email Global Scarves now to find out more information on the process or to get a free design mock-up for your group or club at kyle at globalscarves.com. And we welcome on goalkeeper for Union Omaha, Sam Howard. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Um, It's great to be on with you guys, talking to you again. Um, You know, super excited day or super exciting day here. You know, we kind of starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel a little bit and actually had our first day back in um, some kind of training, Um, you know, socially distanced still, of course, but we were able to get out to Warner park and see the coaches and some of the guys in person instead of on zoom. So, you know, definitely an exciting day. Now, now Sam, before we get into like really talking shop and really talking about Union Omaha, as my personal favorite player, because you're the only Chelsea fan, I mean, how exciting is it for you to be on a Chelsea podcast? It's not only an Omaha podcast, it's a Chelsea podcast. How excited it's are you on to be? It's be a Chelsea podcast. It is a Chelsea oh. podcast. So let's, let's <laughs> give, give me your top well, three favorite. It's two all... to one right now, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So by, by default, I mean, democracy rules Chelsea podcast. You know, I think Thank you. Oh, this isn't a democracy. This has never been a democracy. Uh, <laughs> it's a producer, it's a bureaucracy, right? Uh, producer Patrick <laughs> Tyler, make sure that you save that clip that this is a Chelsea podcast. Thank you. Uh, Sam, just real quick question. Name your top five favorite Chelsea uh, players. Other, I mean, just, just give us a running total. I mean, just give us what you got for top five favorite Chelsea players. Yeah, definitely number one, Petr Cech. Um, I don't know if okay. you guys watched the Instagram story I did uh, a couple weeks I did. ago. But uh, my my first ever kind of like real soccer jersey was a Petr Cech jersey my mom got me. Um, so, you know, kind of f- grew up following him. And then obviously as a goalkeeper, you know, he was just such an amazing player and an amazing character to follow. Um, you know, so Tim, definitely uh, Lampard, Terry, obviously – you know, 
Okay. Just yeah. total stalwarts of the club, um, especially yeah. in those kind of 2000s. And then I uh, have to say Didier Drogba, who I was lucky to meet um, playing against Phoenix Rising over the last couple of years. And then, yeah. uh, you know, for that last one, I probably have to say Christian Pulisic now. You know, now we got American in the team, and, and it's really kind of cool to see what they're doing now with this new generation um, and really kind of focusing on the young guys. I, I think it's a really good time to be a Chelsea fan. I think so too with Tammy Abraham coming in. They got all this young talent. It's the future is exciting. Now, uh, Sam, Luke is a big Bayern Munich fan. Uh, just what's your favorite memory of being a Chelsea fan? For me personally, <laughs> it has to be when we won Champions League against Bayern. I, I mean, maybe you could pick one out too. I, I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, I think that would definitely, I remember exactly where I was. I was watching in my friend Jonathan's basement. And uh, we'd actually started the game a little bit late. And, you know, I was kind of, you know, we were watching the game, but we were, on, we were on tape delay a little bit. And I was texting with, with my girlfriend at the time and told her I was watching this game. And then in about, like, it must have been the 85th minute or something, she was like, oh, yeah, it's going to overtime. I was like, well, what are you talking about? Stop! I was like, stop, <laughs> yeah. stop. And then she's like, oh, yeah, no, they actually just won, like – it's amazing Chris. i was like oh my god because i was I still so it. excited but i was like you know it kind of had the the magic ruined just a little bit I, i'm glad your bad. chelsea victory was ruined <laughs> luke what, and, and, and unfortunately that relationship as well but you know, that's, a, that's a story for a different podcast <laughs> so uh yeah no chelsea's the best uh if you didn't watch <laughs> if you didn't watch all of our sections we interviewed all of your players and i interviewed four of them i interviewed i can't remember who i interviewed but i asked every single one of the people who i interviewed what the best english premier league team and none of them answered chelsea and i told them that it was wrong the best english premier league team is chelsea and so i'm gonna ask you just real quick sam what's the best who is the best english premier league team it's got to be chelsea football club see See, I, see, this is why you're going to be my favorite. This is why you're going to be my favorite player. All right, now let's get into Union Omaha stuff. You said today you're starting to start training for Union Omaha. Finally, the light at the end of the tunnel. What's that like for you guys to get on the pitch? Oh, it's, it's great. Um, you know, we, we kind of found out in, within the last week or so that we were going to be able to do um, some stuff at, at the stadium. Kind of, you know, we're lucky, one, being in Nebraska where – you know, fortunately, things haven't really been as bad as they are in other places. Um, so we're, we're really lucky in that sense. And then also in that we kind of control our own facility. Because um, for a lot of USL teams, championship and league one, you know, they might be practicing at a college or practicing, you know, in a park or, you know, it's not a place that they can control. And, you know, kind of with the USL rules, you know, you're not allowed to be doing this early training unless you own the facility and control everybody that's coming in and going out and able to completely sanitize and just have everything safe for the players and staff and, and everyone. Um, but yeah, so we're able to do kind of small group training, um, you know, and then coaches can be there, but, you know, technically they, they can't provide instruction or anything like that, but they're able to sort of set out drills uh, and kind of tell us what, you know, they want us to do. And yeah, I mean, today, today was great. Just being able to kind of get back out and, and, get on Warner park for the first time and, and get on the grass and touch the ball and be around the guys outside a little bit and have fun and catch up with the coaches was great. And I think it's definitely something that we really appreciated. And I think a lot of us needed it too, you know, just to kind of 
be able to see that things are getting better and that, and that we do have kind of a path forward to hopefully getting back out there soon. Now, Sam, we haven't seen Werner. Um, I, I think we were out there in what, February Pierce. Is that right? Yeah. I think it, it was February. Cause I remember walking and, outside and it being freezing cold. Yeah, <laughs> super, super cold. And there was a big hole in the wall where they were, digging out the berm and it just finished widening that, that corner. How's, how's that looking? How is, um, how are the conditions out there? Uh, how's, how's it work as a soccer pitch? Oh, it looks great. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, they still have a little bit that they're wanting to do. I think they're wanting to make it a little bit longer. Um, and then the dirt on the infield is still there. So, you know, once, once we're able to get out there fully, you know, that'll be covered up and be grass. Um, but it looks great. I mean, it's, I think it's a perfect size. Uh, it's, it's not too big. You know, I think any seat, you know, in there is going to be a great seat and yeah, there's that, that nice big berm right behind the goal. And I think that's just going to be, you know, it'll be a great spot for the supporters and for the parliament and everybody to just like, you know, kind of just have flags, drums, whatever they've got going on. They'll be right, right on top of the goal. So either the goal that we're attacking, you know, you guys can heckle and, you know, kind of help, help us there. Or, you know, if that's the goal we're protecting in the last 10 minutes, you know, I think that's, that's going to be really cool with how close that is to the sideline and, and everything is just kind of right on top of the field. Sam, now you're kind of the last, you're the last signing for Union Omaha. What's it been like for you, especially with quarantine going on for you to try to kind of get acclimated into the team and to get to know Jay, what have you been doing to get to know your teammates better and better every single day? Yeah. Um, so we, you know, I, I was, I was here kind of in that lead up. I talked to Luke about this, but kind of that lead up to the Creighton game um, was here for about a week and kind of got to know some of the guys then. Um, but then, yeah, as soon as I kind of got back, we went and played Minnesota and then basically went ex- completely in the lockdown mode. So it's, it's definitely been an interesting uh, kind of acclimatization period and, and getting to know everybody, but the team's been great. I mean, we have, uh, you know, I, we have zoom calls probably about four days a week. And, and one of those days is kind of like a get to know your teammate day. So we'll, you know, they'll send out a few questions and everybody will go through and kind of answer the questions. And, and there's usually some pretty funny ones in there. Um, and then we're, we kind of all live in the same area in Blackstone. So, you know, you, you'll kind of just see guys around. And then we also do still have team lunches and everything. So we're pretty much seeing the guys every day. Um, or at least a few of them every day. Uh, so, you know, definitely kind of getting to know people and, and starting to build those friendships and relationships uh, that you need, you know, even though we don't really have the full practice environment that you'd want. Now, you're on on the roster. We've got you and Rashid as goalkeepers. Um, both of you coming in with championship experience and experience before. Um, you know, you've played – if I recall, it was what third division in Sweden, fourth division in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Well, both. Um, yeah, we got promote. I was there in the fourth, and then we won and got promoted to the third for my second season. Wouldn't it be nice if you could actually get promoted in the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's crazy, right? Yeah. No, uh, but have you uh, been working much with uh, Rashid um, in the off, um, just keeping each other, um, you know, top of your game, uh, ready? ready to get out there when, when you finally get, um, get playing. Yeah, we've been doing a little bit. Um, you know, we, 
we're, we're trying to kind of do as much as we can and still sort of respect all the rules and, and, you know, kind mm. of respect the parks being closed and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so today was, was probably the first day that we've really gotten out there together with a ball and gotten in the goal and been able to kind of shoot and catch and, and do that. But, you know, he, he looks good. He looks sharp. You know, I think he's been taking good care of himself during the break. And, you know, I, I think we're going to be a really good group and, and definitely, you know, one of, if not the best in the league, uh, you know, no matter who's playing. Sam, while I was doing research uh, for this, while I was trying to, you know, write down some notes, I found your LinkedIn page <laughs> and it says on your LinkedIn page that you are a novice at speaking Swedish. Can you teach us something in Swedish? Yeah, sure. Um, so, mean Herter Sam, my name is Sam. Uh, okay. Jag älskar football. I, I love soccer. Uh, okay. Jag pratar mycket mal svensk because I speak very bad Swedish. So, oh, yeah. Okay. I, you know, living over there for two years, you know, there's definitely, you know, it was, it's a, definitely a good country to go to because so many people do speak English and, you know, it's taught in the schools from kindergarten all the way through high school. Um, but, you know, I, I tried to pick up a little bit and even just kind of go into the grocery store or read in the newspaper or watching TV, you know, you, you do kind of pick up a little bit. And I was doing Duolingo uh, there as well. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm definitely leaving it on there just in case some, you know, Swedish opportunities come back <laughs> up or, or there's some reason that, to go back over. But no, I, I love my time there. And it's a, it's a fun language. I have a horrible accent, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of fun. To when, mess you were over, when you were over there, I mean, what was that transition like from going from college straight to Sweden? I mean, how hard was that for you to transition into the Swedish game and into a whole new country like that? Yeah. Um, so I was, I, I just turned 23 years old. I, I kind of did a fifth, not a full fifth year, but I did a fifth semester basically of eligibility at, at Howard university in DC. Um, and then was looking to kind of, you know, kind of keep playing and, and was able to get in touch with a company called pro soccer consulting who brought me out to England for a week. And um, they kind of held a combine where a lot of coaches from all over Europe came to. And then, the coach from Sweden saw me there and invited me out um, for a month. I was out there actually for a month on trial before I signed, but, but yeah, it was definitely, uh, you know, an initial shock for sure. Um, you know, I, I got there and I got there first couple of days of February and, and there's, you know, it's probably light outside for maybe six hours tops and it's just kind of a dusky hazy light. So, you know, it's basically dark all the time. So you're adjusting to that. And then, you know, adjusting to kind of only having to play soccer and, and having that really be your job, you know, you do have a lot of free time. So trying to be productive with your free time, whether that's work in the gym or, you know, working on analyzing your game, or even if it's just reading books or watching movies that try to stay sane, um, was definitely an adjustment. And then as far as the soccer goes, it was, it was super interesting my first year, because we had a, a ton of foreign players, you know, out of our 20 or so roster we only had four native swedes um and the rest were from brazil serbia france uh, a couple of different african countries sierra leone ghana um and then one a couple other americans an english guy and then a canadian as well so we had kind of guys from all over the place coming together in a new country in a new town and just kind of all learning how to deal with that together and then also being able to produce on the field. 
Now, it, building that in as a team, you know, people coming from all over, um, it, from what I've heard, it sounds like that kind of the essence of the team was being built your first year there. Exactly. Uh, since they were really trying to get promoted. Um, coming into this environment uh, with Union Omaha, it sounds like we might have a very similar in brand new people from all over, all different backgrounds coming together to try and get this team and try and accomplish some really big things during the season. Have you been able to equate your experience in Sweden in a team that was had crazy high aspirations with you know, coming to, uh, to Omaha and a team that you know, your fans are obviously expecting a lot, but uh, we're, we're kind of a refuse-to-lose <laughs> attitude in the city. Good. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think that. Um, and that's a great question and an awesome observation. Uh, you know, that was kind of the case in Fresno too. You know, my first year there was also an expansion. It was also an expansion team. So this is kind of the third time I've been in this, uh, you know, basically a whole new team coming together for a common goal and being expected to provide right out of the gate. And I definitely do think, you know, there's, there's things that I've kind of learned along the way. Um, both for on the field stuff and then off the field stuff that kind of just like help iron out little crinkles or, you know, kind of get the guys together, or maybe it's talking to the coaching staff or the management and kind of trying to help to be a go between on, on some things. Um, you know, I think that's definitely, uh, a reason why I'm here. And then also, you know, one way that I can help the team, you know, achieve its, its max potential for sure. Um, so yeah, you know, there's, there's little things and it's just, it's, it's hearing everybody and, and knowing, you know, that the players all have different backgrounds and, and might be bringing different ideas. But I, one thing I really have found in my kind of short time here is that Jay's done a, a great job of building this roster. You know, I think we've definitely got a young group. Um, you know, the majority of the group is pretty young, but you know, the veterans that we have are, are guys that have been around and been successful. I mean, you look at somebody like Sebastian Contreras, who's been in the USL, done well. Um, Tyler David, you know, has played in the USL championship, also played in Finland. So he's got tons of great experience too. And then uh, Faraday Sosa has been in the championship. He was in the NASL. So you kind of look at these veteran guys are able to, you know, bring this younger group through, I think, in, in a way that's going to be awesome. Um, and I'm, I'm, I know we're all super excited, but I really just can't wait to get going uh and and really kind of put this together and, and and just go through this process of the season that you know we really haven't even started yet and just kind of take our lumps you know which will be inevitable for any team but you know as we're able to grow through those and grow together i think we're going to be you know something really special so sam i know i mean there's only one goalkeeper so that it it does that competition does get really difficult but what's your personal goal for this season yeah. Um, I, you know, for me, I, I definitely, for personal goals, you know, I, I, I want to play. I, uh, I, you know, I, I'd like to get, you know, at least 10, 10 clean sheets is kind of my, what I'm, I'm looking at uh, as kind of a minimum. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of kind of like what a goalkeeper can bring is, is, you know, not just shot stopping or, or distribution or taking crosses or something like that, but just being a voice uh, in the back and, and helping out guys and, and organizing guys, you know, I, I've kind of said before, it's would I rather have 
10 saves and, you know, have a great game, but, you know, we lose 1-0 or, you know, would I rather we win 1-0 or 2-0 or 6-0 and I never touch the ball? You know, I'd always kind of rather that, that latter one where I don't have to do anything. Um, yeah. And that's not just because of <laughs> laziness or anything like that, but, you know, like if I do my job correctly and I'm able to kind of like, you know, maybe pick things out before they happen or be able to read the play and, and move a guy maybe a step to the right or a step to the left to kind of, you know, make sure a shot doesn't happen or a chance doesn't happen, then I feel like I'm doing my job just as much as if I, you know, pull a, pull a ball out of the top corner. For me personally, it'd be purely on the fact that I'd want to be lazy. I'll just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to come out and say, it. I just, I don't want any balls in near my goal purely out of laziness. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Luke. Pierce, we, we never would have guessed that. Yeah. <laughs> so and out of everything you've, you've done professionally, semi-professionally, uh, collegiately, what have you taken that has really like defined how, how you're striving forward um, and how you're building your, your game uh, throughout. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I've had some really good coaches and I've, I've been lucky to kind of, to kind of, you know, learn from some really great goalkeeper coaches and, and head coaches. And, and I think just kind of the learning the, the different stages of the game and, you know, just kind of like deepening my understanding of the game. And, and one thing that really helped me with that was I, you know, I was with uh, the Chicago fire for, about a little bit over a month kind of between when I was in Sweden and when I ended up in Fresno Um, and, and being around those guys, you know, MLS level guys, Dax McCarty, Bastian Svite, Trian Steiger, Nemanja Nikolic, you know, like international world cup level players and just seeing their training habits and their kind of desire every single day, I think kind of really opened my eyes to what I was capable of and, and what more I could be doing. Um, and, and I think this kind of seeing like just kind of the learning process of, of this whole thing has been probably the best part. It's, you know, you, you learn more about your body, you learn more about your abilities, you learn more about maybe your strengths and weaknesses and, and just kind of the journey um, that I've been on personally, you know, I'd, I'd say that's kind of what I'd take out of this for sure. And just kind of seeing, you know, now in my, this will be my fifth year out of college, you know, playing professional soccer and, and kind of accumulating all that knowledge and, and being able to put that into who I am as a goalkeeper and a soccer player and as a person now, and, you know, leading by trying to lead by example and doing all the right things. And, and then also, you know, just that's kind of, I guess if that kind of makes sense, that's sort of what I would take away is just what this journey gives you just a sort of an overall life standpoint and what you learn about yourself um, more than maybe any kind of particular moment or particular event so i was doing my research all right this is all off the record all right i was doing my research and i went to your twitter page and on september 14th 2014 you tweeted kirk cousins is the future okay don't bring that was hold on hold on stop hold on you you are not gonna get away from this because i have to roast you for this comment all right that was after the redskins right exactly this was after the Redskins beat the Jaguars. I'm looking this up all right now. I was doing this during the last loot question. I was like, when the fuck was this? Yeah. You guys, the Redskins beat the Jaguars 41 to 10. What in God's name was wrong with you for you to say Kirk Cousins is the future after beating the Jags in week two? How, 
How drunk were you? I know. That's, that's what I'm What's wrong with you? You said 2014. <laughs> oh, man. 2014. Oh, yeah. 2014. So that, that's like you're just 21 then? <laughs> yeah, basically. No, wait. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was like 21 and a half. I, there's some. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. This was at 1, 1 30 in the afternoon. You don't. <laughs> Yeah, you don't tweet that. You so don't yeah, you were you no, I don't. Done I, for. You don't honest, tweet that Twitter's much, so it wasn't really hard for me to find yeah, it. Yeah, I'm more of a, <laughs> I'm definitely more of an Instagram guy. Twitter, Twitter's something that comes out, you know, late at night or after a few drinks, and it's it's definitely Dude, ugly back there. <laughs> I was I legitimately One. did I legitimately did like I did a couple of things for research, but you don't tweet that much, so I could easily yeah. dig through your old tweets. But for you to say Kirk Cousins is the future, and I saw that you were red, uh, you were like, "Oh, look at DC, we're so great." Yeah. I was like, "Oh man, that's about the Redskins." And then I like looked at it. You're freaking out over a week two win over the Jags. Give hey, me a break, Sam. You, you obviously you you well. So, so what's <laughs> he's a what Detroit are, yeah, fan? What's your NFL team? I'm all Detroit. Detroit. Okay, I'm so you kind of understand. So, like, mine's so even... the best time to oh, be a Redskins I... fan oh, yeah. is preseason, the draft, and the first two weeks of the season. So you, the draft, Sam. awesome. You know, we pick some studs. Yeah. Preseason, oh, man, we're looking nice. We're 4-0. First two weeks of the season, <laughs> maybe we get off to a hot start. Maybe we beat the Jags 40-whatever to 10. And then I'm yeah. pretty sure – well, actually, I think we made the playoffs that year. So this actually isn't all that bad. No, 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 no. You went 4-12. and Yeah, 12. exactly. So hot start, <laughs> you're feeling good, and then it just turns out that he's the future for the you know what? Screw it. We no. might keep this into the podcast. We might put the keep this into the podcast, but hold on. The, the, like, the secrets episode at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah but like – but like – I'm a Lions fan. My team's gone 0-16, so you don't get to I complain know, about I how know. bad the Redskins are. I've been at the basement, my man. <laughs> I need to delete my Twitter. Honestly, I don't even tweet. <laughs> my, my, like, only, the only Twitter has been just an absolute disaster these past two months anyways. Yeah. Uh, but see, Sam, because you had a Twitter, we were able to switch you in at goal oh, I did uh, at that. half. I appreciated that. I was like, wow, these guys are really not yep. giving me the start. Like, I thought, you know, I thought Luke and I had a good conversation well, the other day. It, I, I understand why you were only with the, the fire for a week, is you probably went up to Schweinsteiger and were like, hey, remember that time Chelsea beat you in the yeah, championship? I totally oh, would have done I, So oh. I, I was there. I was actually there for like, a while it was actually an amazing experience but one of the coolest things was uh we were in tampa and it was raining and so you know we had our, our training session canceled that morning and, and i kind of went downstairs for lunch and and he was just kind of sitting there by himself having lunch and, and he was like hey like you know you you want to join me and i'm scared shitless you know like i've barely talked to him you know he's kind of <laughs> talked to me a couple times in training and i've but basically, I've just like given him his distance and like just like clammed up around him and, <laughs> and had probably about an hour or so just kind of picking his brain and talking to him about like I didn't want to like ask him all the super cliche questions like, hey, what's it like playing for yeah. Manchester United, you know, but like just trying to like kind of talk yeah. to him. And, uh, and then, you know, and then I remember when we finished lunch, you know, he was like, I'm paying for this, like I'm making 5.4 million a year. You're not even signed. And uh, you know he just oh, wow, he just sick. slips the the waitress a hundred dollars for like a a twenty you know a twenty dollar meal and is just keep the change you know I mean obviously 
just that's, a super so class sick. act guy and and you know i think one of, that was probably one of the coolest moments out of that whole uh, that whole thing was just being able to kind of sit and hang out with him for an hour and and ask him questions and and just kind of talk to him well, Dude, you, you know how, having a world cup under his belt uh, i feel like that yeah, yeah seriously that helps no. Yeah, World World yeah, Cup final one up on Manchester United, you know, <laughs> Chicago Fire, maybe a little he bit unforgettable had... time there, but you know, yeah, awesome. He had guy. a good, yeah. he had a also, pretty good the career. Biggest calf. Well, hey man, do you mind if we put like <laughs> no? You, you guys don't understand. So like they, they they would give you like we'd get socks, obviously, you know, normal soccer socks, and and he yeah. physically could not fit them over his calves. So what he would do is he'd, he'd put them on a foam roller, like one of the pretty big, like probably like six or seven inch diameter yeah. foam rollers, and he'd put them on there to stretch them out, and like have, leave them there for like an hour before he could he could pull them up up his legs. Yeah, no, I swear. Google Bastian's fine calves, and it's just I mean you might get okay, some well, weird kind of other images like if you do that on like I'm gonna Google do, safe search. But, hold on, uh, I'm I'm doing, we'll incog- you- I'm doing an incognito. Hold on. Holy cats! Holy cow! That's like yeah, man. Those aren't calves. Gun, those dude. are like prime Angus, you know, cattle right there. Oh my god, uh, dude! Do you uh, mind if we keep all this on the podcast? You're, this you're is hilarious. Good. Yeah, but yeah. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't think I really said any curse words or anything, but I don't care. Like, no, you whatever did. you guys. You're want. good, dude. This his <laughs> thick his calves are yo with like thick. eight C's. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>